Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Baltimore is listening. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Here's Max and Steven. Welcome in to Understanding CBD. Uh, this is episode 63, Why CBD is for Moms. Uh, hello there, Max Sobel. And welcome back, Stephen Wallman. Thank you very much. Um, this show is sponsored also by uh, Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Feel free to stop by maxandstevens.com, pick up a bottle. You can call or text them at 443-743-2444. We are, they are always here to help. Indeed. You know? Um, gentle reminder to everyone that today's information is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Um, not to be taken as professional, medical, or legal advice. We're here to educate you a bit and hopefully entertain you a bit as well. That's right. And I mentioned that we're live, so we are taking phone calls. It is a call-in show. You're going to want to definitely ask some questions of our guest today. Uh, that number is 410-922-6680. For those listening uh, on the Internet that aren't regular, it's 410-922-6680. You can still call in. And if you're not listening on the radio, if you're not in the local area, you can listen to it online. How do they do that, Max? You can go to www.understandingcbd.com, and at the top of the page, there's a Listen Live button. You click on that, and then you're right in. You can also catch previous episodes on that same website and on YouTube. Don't forget, if you want to see our faces, and on YouTube, it's important for you to like and subscribe so we can continue sharing this wonderful information. That's that's right. Everybody. It lets people know that it's good information. So uh, that's awesome. Plus, if you miss half an episode, you can always catch it up on the website. Gotcha. So now that we got that housekeeping out of the way, Max, tell us about your song selection this morning. I hey. love Ozzy. Good, good. He's the legendary Ozzy Osbourne. Everybody knows. 1991. That actually, that song is dedicated huh. to my mom. She's a diehard listener. And I know that um, when I, after 20 years living in Philly and I came back to Baltimore, I know that she was absolutely my biggest fan at that moment. So my mom coming home and I've been home Aww. for a little while. So that's for her. I Aww. know she's listening. That's sweet. That's sweet. Happy Mother's Day, Maya. Happy Mother's and, Day. And to all the mothers and to my mom as well. You're a um, And all the mothers in our lives. Um, quick agenda for the show. We have uh, Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez coming in around 240 um, from Atlantis Medical Wellness Center. He's always here with the words to wisdom. That's our top gun as we know him. Uh, 2.53, we also finish out the show, the last segment, with our mail sack segment where we get a chance to talk about some questions we get during the week and um, people like that one episode as well. That that uh, segment as well. Ooh, baby. Um, but so today is Mother's Day, and uh, we're dedicating this show to all of the mothers out there. And um, I got some uh, some stats here. Moms need our help more than ever. 
Do they um, now? Do yeah, they? there's a there's a problem. So it's, uh, looking at uh, the most recent survey, 11,000 mothers. Now, this was done and conducted by Motherly. And if you're not familiar with Motherly, they claim to be the voice of modern motherhood. But they have around 30 million uh, plus audience. And wow. that's multimedia through different channels. But 30 plus uh, million is a pretty wide range. So almost as many as us, you're saying? Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. We're we're I think we're just behind them. And third, so we're working right on it. it. We're getting 29 there. Million, yeah. One one subscriber and listener at a time, right. and um, the the stats they really targeted um, the more millennial moms, so age group between 24 and 40. Um, but the most uh, the most shocking thing that start out with is 93 percent, which is almost all of them, report feeling burnt out. I'm not surprised. And, and another interesting thing is a New York Times study shows that anxiety tripled for new moms prior to the pandemic. Twenty nine percent of these women experienced moderate to high anxiety symptoms and 15 percent experienced depressive symptoms. But then during the pandemic, those numbers almost tripled with 72 percent saying they experienced anxiety and 41 percent saying they experienced depression. Terrible. Yeah. So there's clearly um, a need to intervene here because if, you know, even if you're not a mother, uh, you are related to a mother and the children that the mothers are responsible for raising uh, because the, the, one of the issues is they're not getting support. Uh, Two thirds of moms um, report not having more than an hour to themselves in the past 24 hours without work or family obligations. Yeah. Um, and if you know this is all you know feeding into our children right. and and the anxiety stress um, is just uh, unbelievable um, also the 41 percent of millennial mothers saying they're having less sex as a result of the pandemic and you know what that does for your sanity you take that out of the mix um, you know we just have uh, more problems brewing um, one other stat I wanted to get there which is you know when we talk about supporting mothers what kind of support are they talking about 68 um, percent need more emotional support. That's encouragement, empathy um, in their life. And 67% need more of that caregiving support, help watching the children physically, right. you know, taking care of them. So it's a combination of all those things. How are they coping since the pandemic? Did you see any stats there? Yes, 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 I did. And and some of it's good. Um, 10% of mothers began increasing their use of CBD. Mm. Mm. So we're going to talk more about why How about that? in this episode. Um, but one in five mothers, um, which is 20%, increased their use of alcohol for mm-hmm. coping with these issues. And Ooh. that's a that's a thumbs down. Not that I, you know, a, an occasional drink is something, but to use it as a coping mechanism, a lot of times it's, uh, it is toxic. Right. Not that we're judging. Right. Yes. So we got a special treat, don't we, Max? We got a great guest for them. Right. So to elegantly guide us through the information that we're bringing you today, sp- very, very special guest. She's a naturopathic physician, Dr. M.A. Gould-Shunny. She's been in private practice since 2001. She's currently at Santa Cruz Integrative Medicine in Santa Cruz, California. She blends conventional medical diagnosis and treatment with the use of natural therapeutics like dietary and lifestyle counseling, nutritional supplements, and herbal medicine. Dr. M.A. specializes in women's health, bioidentical hormone balancing, sexual medicine, and functional digestive issues. In addition to seeing patients, Dr. M.A. has been an educator and a medical advisor to various companies in the natural products industry since 2011. Um, what a pleasure, Dr. M.A., welcome to Understanding CBD. All right. Thanks for having me. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you as well. Yes, happy Mother's Day to you. Um, and, and for a very yucky long man, young man you have over there. I do. I uh, do. That's he, fan- he was actually born on Mother's Day. Oh, wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday yeah, to him. He's then. 13 now. Well, he'll be 13 on Tuesday. It was the 11th Mother's Day that year. But, gotcha. Uh, yeah. 
we're all pretty lucky. Oh, that's great. Do you get any special uh, morning Mother's Day surprises yet today? Or I know it's still early over there. Yeah, well, especially considering what you guys were just talking about, I took my tea, I went to my room, I sat in my bed and I read. I actually meditated, mm. which doesn't happen nearly as often as it should. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just actually been really quiet. And I think things will, will, get, will get rolling a little bit after this, after this interview. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> well, that was the question I was going to ask you, because not only are you a mom, but you're a natu- naturopathic physician. Um, are you feeling some of these same stresses that they're reporting? Yes. And for any of you who are just listening and not watching, if you were watching, you would have seen my face kind of explode with a yes. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel all of those things. I mean, there's, there's so much to do. And, there's, and, and I'm in a caring profession also, right? So I'm caring for people, um, my patients. I care for my parents. I care for my husband. I care for my child. It's a lot of caretaking. And and I, I get a lot of joy out of it, but it's, it's hard and it's intense. And I think to do any of it effectively, we have to figure out a way how to take care of ourselves. And I know the term self-care has become a little trite, I think. <laughs> First, we didn't talk about it at all. Now we always talk about it. Um, but whether it sounds trite or not, it's so crucial to be able to function in the world. It's hard. It's hard to get it all done. And some people, they need a little guidance with self-care and it's, you know, your profession and being a doctor. I mean, I guess that's my question is what made you want to be a doctor initially? Well, you know, it's funny. I I never really wanted to be a doctor. I thought I was going to be a psychologist. I I did um, psych for my undergrad, my undergraduate studies. And then my first job out of school was um, I worked in in a treatment facility, an inpatient, well, first in a shelter, and then I worked in an inpatient treatment facility with kids, with, with teenage girls who were either like on their way to hospital or on their way out of hospital for severe PTSD, anxiety, depression, mental health challenges. And what happened in my time in that job was that I became completely disillusioned with what we had to offer these young wonderful, but uh, just incredibly, you know, these kids who had these incredibly difficult lives, what we had to help them was just, it was lousy. It was like the worst food. Um, They really weren't allowed to go out very much. They were on lots of of drug cocktails to keep themselves safe and human connection. And it just, it it was, um, it was dismal. And I I left that job after three years as in my early twenties, just feeling like I needed I needed something that was more holistic, there, that there had to be a better way to support people's healing besides this, besides medication and talk therapy. There just there had to be more. And so I started looking into what I thought would, what I thought would lead me to like a holistic psychology program mm-hmm. and ended up finding these holistic systems of medicine and read about naturopathic medicine in a book. And I thought, well, this is perfect because this is going to teach me about modern medical science and how the body works and medications and all of those things. But it's also going to give me education about diet, lifestyle, herbs, supplements, There's different ways, mind-body medicine to address healing. I was living in Portland, Oregon. One of the schools was in Portland. I was 25 and pretty willing to do anything without thinking it through all that much. And off I went. So it was less a decision to be a doctor and more this kind of journey towards figuring out how to get a holistic model to use to help people get well. Hmm. That's an interesting journey. And, you know, now with your practice, um, you know, you've been there for, you know, quite some, how long have you been in practice now? 
20 years. So 20, 20 years. years this month, you yeah. Know, so all these stresses and all this, you know, this pressure that everyone's under, how does it present itself through your patients from what you're seeing in your practice? Yeah, so, you know, when I think when the stress response, the healthy stress response starts to dysregulate, um, which to me usually means, you know, when we have a, either a chronic prolonged stress or multiple small stressors that kind of never let up, which I think is what a lot of people deal with every day, um, we start to have more exaggerated responses to stress when a stressful thing comes up, and we have a harder time getting back to baseline. So the whole system kind of dysregulates, and we often walk around being kind of um, hypervigilant or in, in some manner of fight or flight all the time, right? And when I see my patients, what they tell me is, I can't handle stress like I used to. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm just, I, I just, I can't bounce back the way I used to. Um, I also will often hear a lot about anxiety. I'm worrying a lot. I'm anxious. And, and sleep starts to deteriorate. I yeah. find that to be something that um, is, is very common in those situations. So, so sleep, uh, anxiety, and mood. And then, of course, what happens if this goes on for a long time and the sleep becomes really dysregulated is that they become exhausted. And that leads to a whole host of other things, including activating the immune system and potentially um, you know, moving towards some chronic illness in that regard, too. But I think so much of it starts with the dysregulation of that stress response because we're trying so hard to make it all work. Yeah. It's hard to get out from under it. Yeah, so um, you know, most people want, uh, they think a silver bullet can solve this and they just want pills and most doctors do throw that at them. Um, we're going to dig into this when we get back from the break because there's a lot of good information that uh, Dr. May has for us. So stay tight. We'll be right back. Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Everybody, welcome back into Understanding CBD. Hello there, Max Sobel. I am Everyday People. Welcome back, Stephen Wallman. Thank you, sir. We're talking today with Dr. Amay Shunny, a naturopathic doctor, big fan of CBD. Um, and uh, before the break, we were talking about how people 
you know, what kind of stresses they're under. And typically, most people want a pill to solve, like a the, just a magic bullet, just a pill for this, pill for that. Your practice is a little different than that. Can you explain that to us? Sure. Um, you know, <laughs> we all want to feel better fast. So this is something that I completely get. I mean, myself included, right? So. Certainly some of the things that I'm going to talk to my patients about are going to be, you know, what kind of food, going back to my experience with my first job, right, what kind of food are they eating, you know, are they feeding themselves with nourishing healthy foods or are they eating a lot of sugar and and carbs and drinking lots of soda, drinking too much alcohol, you know, things that are not helping them get where they're trying to go. Are they getting outside? Are they exercising? Are they connecting? Um, and for some people, meditation and mindfulness, you know, whatever it is that's going to quiet them down and get them out of that sympathetic, it's funny, it's called the sympathetic nervous system because sometimes it doesn't feel very sympathetic, right? Um, but it, it, that's our fight or flight. The opposite of sympathetic is parasympathetic. This is where we rest and digest. We have to use these dietary and lifestyle modalities to get people to be able to re integrate with their parasympathetic nervous system and quiet things down. So while I may use CBD, um, other herbs, other supplements, occasionally even medication if I need to, for me, I want those dietary and lifestyle things in place first because that's how we're really going to change things up and, and get where we need to go. Well, so you mentioned CBD. You said the magic word. So how does CBD fit into this picture? Oh, CBD is an incredible part of this picture, which is why I fell in love with it, right? I mean, I was talking about the broken or dysregulated stress response. Well, the, the, the system in our body that is most responsible for a healthy stress response is our endocannabinoid system, which I'm guessing you have probably versed your listeners on. Um, but basically, everybody has an endocannabinoid system, right? We actually make cannabis-like compounds in our body. They're called endocannabinoids. And the endocannabinoids are extremely important for how we respond to stress and therefore mood, sleep, um, and energy. And what CBD does is it goes in and it actually supports the health and the balance of the endocannabinoid system. So when I'm trying to get patients to do these dietary and lifestyle changes, which let's face it, are not always easy, right? They may be simple, but they're not easy. Two really different things. Something like CBD can often help the patient, and it certainly has helped me, to be able to get into a space where I can start to make those kinds of changes because I'm starting to respond to stress in a more healthy way. The edge comes off of things. People aren't as emotionally reactive. They can sleep a little better, which starts to become more of a victorious cycle towards health and healing. And so CBD um, has been an amazing tool for me in my practice to help patients make those underlying changes that they need to make. And, you know, we were saying, I've been in practice for 20 years. Um, I discovered CBD five years ago, right? So I had 15 years of my practice with no CBD and five years with it. So I can say definitively that CBD has been a game changer um, for my patients and for my practice in this regard. Hmm. How did it pop on the scene for you? So, um, like you said in my bio, I've worked with different companies in the industry for many years, and um, I used to work with the biggest fish oil company in the country, and I had some friends who uh, were working with them and were transitioning over, were getting very interested in CBD, and these were very trusted colleagues of mine, and um, they first suggested that I look at CBD in 2014, and I was like, Why? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was as uneducated as most people were at the beginning of this. I mean, I, I was like, I, 
I don't need THC. I don't have a cancer practice. I don't have a pain practice. And they were like, no, 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 no. And then they started sending me some things. No, educate yourself. There's a difference between CBD and THC, you know, all of these things. And there's a big role for CBD, and it's not intoxicating. And I got interested. And I started reading about it. I did what every good doctor does, and I tried it on my husband first. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Um, And he started sleeping. He, When I met him, um, he just didn't sleep for a few hours in the middle of the night. He'd wake up, wasn't particularly stressed out that he was, you know, that he was identifying with, he was just up. And CBD actually started, got him back into a cycle of sleeping again. So I was very interested. I started using it myself, started offering it to patients. Um, And I live in Santa Cruz, California, so people are pretty open. Yeah. Um, And just started letting my patients teach me about it. Because, again, this was 2015. There was, like, no clinical information for how to use this as a doctor or to use it clinically. So I was making it up as I went along, and you, my patients were helping me. Did you find that your patients were bringing it up more often or did you, and asking you about it, or did you find yourself really recommending it more for them, or was it a combination? In the beginning, it was me. Um, uh, and then, of course, I mean, have you ever seen anything skyrocket in, in, into the mainstream the way CBD has? I mean, in five years, we've gone from nobody knowing about it to, like, you know, Martha Stewart having a CBD brand. I mean, how does that, when does that ever happen? So, you know, somewhere along the road, probably maybe two years in, I started getting asked more. And now people see my website, they see the interviews and the information that's up there about CBD, and people actually come to me to talk about CBD. Yeah, and that makes makes sense. They don't know how to use it. Yeah, which is which is really leading into my next question. And you gave us a good feel for how you're using it because it's a holistic um, part of your practice. It's 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 establishing a baseline with your clients and patients. Yeah. Um, but my question is, how do you recommend people get started with CBD? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you kind of can't go wrong if you start low and go slow. I think you know we are a we are a more is more kind of culture in general. Um, and I think for a lot of people, and again, I think it's different depending on what you're treating, but I think when you're treating sleep, stress, anxiety, starting low, you, can off, you will often be very surprised at how much benefit you can get from a small amount. So, you know, I'll have people for anxiety, for example, you know, start as low as three to five milligrams of CBD in a full spectrum extract. Um, and, and I find that, you know, and I creep my way up slowly. Um, if I've got somebody with a lot of pain and inflammation and potentially chronic illness, particularly if there's, if I feel like there's um, neurological stuff going on, I, I do go higher. But most of my patients, it's the sleep, sleep, stress, anxiety triad, and I can actually start low. Start low, go slow, and, and walk up that way. And usually you can avoid any kind of negative side effects, which honestly, for the most part, is just getting sleepy when you don't want to be sleepy. So, and naturally, they ask the question of when are they going to see results, because most people are used to a very pill-centric yep. solution. So how do you manage those expectations of those outcomes? And I think it's so important to manage expectations whenever you give anything to a patient. Um, I tell people that when they get the right dose, they're going to feel it quickly. Um, now, again, it depends what you're treating, right? But if you are treating something that has something that's easy for you to monitor, so my anxiety, for example, I feel like when you find the right dose, um, you should feel something within 15 to 20 minutes if it's sublingual or like a, a tincture or drops like yours, um, or potentially longer, um, up to an hour if it's a capsule, for example. Um, 
Yeah, and, and, and that if we're not seeing those responses in a timely fashion, that it's okay to pretty quickly move to increasing your dose. So you don't have to like start with five milligrams and do that for six weeks and then get back to me and let me know how you're doing. Like we don't need to do that with CBD, it's fast. So what kind of time frame would you give someone? So when they start taking, um, is it, you know, maybe keep a consistent serving for a week, uh, two days, um, and then adjust it? Or how do you... Do you how do you do that part of it? Yeah, I would say um, usually when I give them instructions, I'm already giving them instructions on how to titrate up, right? So, so part of what they get in the visit summary is, you know, I want you to start with um, five milligrams at bedtime, and I want you to work your way up every two to three nights um, to 25 milligrams. And if you're not getting any effect at 25 milligrams, then let's talk. What about, um, are there any downsides or adverse reactions or anything like that that you talk about with your patients? I just tell them that the thing that I see the most is people telling me that it makes them too sleepy. Um, Now, this varies so much from brand to brand and and basically seed to seed, right? Because it's it's about so much more than CBD. If you're using a full-spectrum product, there's other cannabinoids, there's terpenes, right? There's all of these things that could also have additional sedating, anti-anxiety, anti-inflammatory effects. So we talk about CBD, but, um, you know, there's a lot happening in here. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves, right? Um, so, you know, occasionally people will tell me they, they don't tolerate it. Occasionally people will tell me that they have a paradoxical reaction, meaning I give it to them at bedtime for sleep and it makes them more awake. Hmm. Um, the interesting thing with some of those people is that if I have them take it earlier in the day, um, they don't have that issue and it's hmm. still sometimes can help them sleep. Yep. Yeah, that, that makes sense, too. We yeah. see all types of reactions um, when, that, uh, when people start taking CBD they never have uh, and activating that endocannabinoid system. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of times people that have anxiety are the, t- the most difficult people to explain how to use it, and they're the most afraid, and, you know, what's it going to do to me? Mm-hmm. They um, were hand-holding, right? I always say to people, what it takes to balance my endocannabinoid system is different than what it takes to balance yours. And what it takes to balance mine from day to day might be different, too. So, again, part of managing people's expectations is helping them understand that they need to find a sweet spot for them and really engaging them to participate and just to say to them, you're the one who's going to find your right dose. Right, and that's great advice. And, you know, because it is a Mother's Day episode, we couldn't possibly conclude a Mother's Day episode without talking about pregnant moms. Um, What's your guidance on that? It's a tough topic. A lot of people don't want to touch it, and understandably, but what do you say? Yeah, well, of course, the first thing we always say is you should talk to your doctor um, about it, and hopefully you've got a doctor who's actually literate in CBD, and I realize that that's not always easy to come by. Um, For me, it's a a case-by-case basis. Um, You know, uh, I think that if a woman, for example, is having a lot of pain and she's having terrible migraines, Um, or she can't sleep, and we're looking at giving CBD versus giving a different medication, which could potentially be, um, you know, she could potentially become addicted to or could potentially be toxic in some other way. Um, I think that CBD is a great choice, and a lot of that is based on what we know traditionally from from decades and even, let's face it, millennia, right? Um, uh, Cannabis has been used for thousands of years for health purposes. So looking at that traditional and anecdotal data, do we have good studies on hemp oil and CBD in pregnant women? No. So we absolutely have to take that into effect when we have that conversation with patients. But I do think 
um, and I've got lots of stories I could tell you um, that it can be incredibly effective and safe during pregnancy. And then what about their kids? Because that's the other question that we get. Yeah, I mean, I, I give it to my son. Um, again, I'm, I don't give him um, cannabis. I don't give him marijuana, um, but I would give him hemp that has THC less than 0.3%, which is the legal definition of, of hemp, right or wrong. That's the legal definition. <laughs> right. And I would absolutely give that to him. And, you know, these days I can get a hold of um, THC-free products, right? And so sometimes I'll give him that, but I really have no issue giving him the full-spectrum hemp, and I, and I do recommend it to other, other parents as well. Again, I think it's a conversation that should be had with your doctor because um, a parent should just really have a full picture of any potential risks since the data is just it's minimal at this point. All right. Dr. Shani, we're at the end of our time here, if you can believe it. Um, we're definitely going to have to book you again. How can people connect with you for consultations? They don't have to be in California. What's the best way to get in touch with you? And go to the website, drshunny.com, click on the contact link, and you can get right to me. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Dr. Shunny. It's been a great time talking with you today. Enjoy your Mother's Day, and uh, we'll be right back with Doc G's Corner. Happy Mother's Day, Dr. Shunny. Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. more of Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. And welcome back, everybody. Um, this would have normally been Doc G's corner, and um, unfortunately, Doc G didn't join us today. We're not exactly sure why. We hope he's okay. And uh, what we're going <laughs> Noah's given us a little bit of a preview, so what we decided to do is... Um, we're actually going to do the segment that we do last now called Mail Sack. You've got mail. Right? All right. We're rustling. So apologies, everybody. Sometimes when you do live radio, you know, things happen. So I, we'll make the best of it. And if Doc G's able to join us for the last segment, we'll bring him in then. But in the meantime, Stephen, I know you were rustling in your mail sack. But before we get into yep. mail sack, why don't we give the audience a little preview of what's happening next week? Yeah, sure, sure. We have a great guest with us next week. And I'm not sure if you've seen the movie The Secret, The Power of Attraction. Uh, I guess it came out maybe a decade ago, if not more. Um, but next week we're talking about CBD and mindset with Bob Doyle. Bob was in the movie. He's got a um, a program now that is just absolutely fascinating, the potential to change your life. We're going to really have a great in-depth discussion about really what uh, can make some changes in what you're doing in your life. We're booking the big talent now. You can see that. I movie mean, stars. Yeah, a movie star. It's a movie star. You know, not yeah. that not that Dr. Shunny's not a, a star. I mean, she's she's you know been all over the place and, and radio, TV. You know, done a lot of interviews, and you could tell. Yeah, you, know, you, you can, can tell when the pros are, are there, right, Max? She I mean. was great. There's no question, and we definitely know our pros when we see them. This is our, our opportunity to really build the bridge between people and cannabis and really tell stories that happen to us throughout the week. So we had an interesting week this week. Um, we're actually members of the Maryland Chiropractic Association. Many of them are our friends and our, our customers. 
Um, we enjoy attending their events, so we attended two this week. We actually attended a happy hour with a few of the, the, the members of the chiropractic And these are all virtual? These are all virtual, of course, right? We were not in person. This was all via Zoom. Everybody had their beverages, their adult beverages and, and whatnot. And then we also attended a virtual conference. We had a great position. Our booth, <laughs> our booth had the best position. Yeah, that's right? Max's favorite joke. We had the yeah. best booth position. You can't really appreciate it until you actually see the picture of the hall through the Zoom window and where the, where the booth actually is. But in any case, it was an interesting conversation with the chiropractors. And, and Stephen, what was one of the, the main questions that we got? Uh, one of the the first questions was interesting because they sell it in their practice and patients come in and um, one of the questions was do people use the same stuff for their pets and how and how is it okay if I talk to them about it yeah yeah and so we you know anything with the vertebrae is is, is useful uh, or can use CBD especially if it's a whole hemp extract and that's what we educated them on but I know that some people have questions because some people have smaller dogs or bigger dogs or you know so what do you typically say in those situations yeah so for dosing was really the the question because uh, on our dropper for humans, we suggest, uh, as Dr. Shani suggested, a slow and low. So you start with a few milligrams, which is a quarter dropper on ours, and go up from there. Now, for pets, it's completely different because they're much smaller. So it, you're really talking about droplets. So just uh, we, we'd suggest uh, there's a chart on our website, maxandstevens.com. You can go take a look there. There's um, a good chart for weight and so forth and what condition, age of the pet and so forth. But to start out, just start with one or two drops directly in their mouth. Mixing it with food dilutes it, and um, you probably would need to use more. But if they'll let you, one or two drops in their mouth and see how that works for a couple of days. Yeah, and that's the best for my pups, too. They seem to do the best when I do that. I know it works for your puppies as well. The other thing that people really don't know is you can use the drops topically on a pet. So if you have a pet that's a little bit older, has some achy joints, um, you know, what do we typically say to them? Because I know it came up at the Chiropractors mm -hmm. Association. Yeah, again. yeah, similar. You just put one or two drops. You'd want to try to get it, obviously, through the fur onto the skin. Right. Um, so you spread their, their hair out and or fur and then put a couple drops, one or two drops in the top in the area. Just rub it in and let it sit there. The other great thing to do, depending on the dog, is also follow that by heat or ice. Uh -huh. So it's, if it's before the dog's going to go out in, in the yard to play or walk, um, put a couple drops, maybe a little bit of heat to keep it, uh, you know, get it warmed up. And then when it gets back, you can put another drop or so and follow it with ice. And, there, um, so. and, there, and there's an added bonus because if they actually lick it off for whatever reason, it's great for them, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it would, the, the, my favorite thing that we always say about pets is pets can't lie to you, right? There, there is no placebo effect. Your pet is either going to feel better or not, right? Yeah. And uh, I think that's, that's an important thing. But that was just one of the questions. The other question that we get all the time, not just from the chiropractors, but from people in general was what? Um, what's the other question they said? Oh, uh, yes. Um, Creams. We should break down and, uh, yeah, so do you have a cream is what they asked. <laughs> right. And you know, we get that question more than anything. Now, our, our standard answer is, you know, it's a whole plant extract. Uh, you can just put, just like for dogs we just mentioned, you can put one or two drops on that area that you're treating and um, just let it absorb. If you like creams, you could get something like a Tiger Balm or a BioFreeze. A lot of the chiropractors have the BioFreeze in their office. After about a minute and the CBD is absorbed, you can follow it by another, another uh, type of cream. And, uh, you know, I was talking to Linda about this the other day. She says, nobody's going to listen to that, Steve. <laughs> Nobody wants to. They just want an easy thing. You know, I know you like it and you say that's how it is and that's how you use it. But um, people want just a cream. So maybe we really have to 
think about this, Max. I, you've been working on me. I know that. And I could, should we just break down and make a cream for people? I, you know, I think we're going to have to. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we have a couple things in, in the consider on this because it's not just can't just be any cream. You know, it's well, got to be all natural. It's got to be easy to use. It's, uh, you know, it's got to be pure. It's got to follow the same standards that we have for this. It's going to be difficult. I'm not, uh, not going to lie. It's going to have to meet our standards. So you know that if there's a cream that we introduce, it's going to be the real deal. Okay, well, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to have another segment, which we're not sure it's what it's going to be yet, but I promise you it's going to be great. Maybe we'll just wrap. So stay with us. Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Sylvia's mother says Sylvia's busy. All right. You can, yeah, this wasn't the right way. Yeah, because we don't want that on our, our playlist, Noah. Good try, but... Um, welcome back, everyone. This is Understanding CBD. Hello, Max Sobel. Welcome back, Stephen Wallman. Thank you guys for joining us today. It's been a fantastic show. Um, we actually got a blessing here. We have an off-air caller, which oh. is when a caller calls in and doesn't want to be on the air, but they have a question for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an interesting one, too. Um, uh, it's CBG and CBD together. Uh, is taking CBG and CBD together and wants to know our thoughts on the combination of these two cannabinoids it's such a it's such a buzzword we're getting that question a lot lately because people are starting to focus on some of these as they call minor cannabinoids yeah yeah so let's give you a kind of a quick overview here what's happening in the in the cannabinoid world and in as an insider so when the the cannabis plant grows we're familiar with marijuana has a dominant number percentage of THC Right. which is the psychoactive or um, intoxicating. intoxicating part. Um, hemp, which is defined by a high level, uh, a low level of THC, but there's a higher level of CBD, and, and it's dominant. I mean, it's it's like if the plant's growing, you're going to have, um, let's say, 15% CBD, and if you're looking at a percentage-wise, like some of the minor, like CBN, CBG, there's a CBC, there's another one, a bunch of these, they're like at 1% or less. Right. I mean, normally it's less than that. So when you're seeing products that are mostly CBG or mostly CBN, um, it just gets further and further away from the way Mother Nature intended. And to be honest with you, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. This hasn't like the, the plant cannabis has been used for thousands of years up until about 70 years ago. Until we all forgot how to grow it. <laughs> That's right. Everyone forgot. No, nothing. All the tribal knowledge is gone. Well, because they vilified it and made it so that they wanted you to forget. Yeah. Well, and that be the case. But back then, 
there weren't they weren't con- concentrating CBN or CBG right. or any of that stuff of uh, 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 knowing it. You know, sometimes if you leave the plant out longer, it can change yeah. cannabinoids. So if you have a high THC plant and it sits there longer, it may turn into CBG just as it degrades. Now yeah. that could naturally happen, but not knowingly. So it's such a difficult question to answer other than just be careful um, and and pay attention to what you're trying to achieve, you know. And that's my question is why would you use that? Um, a, a, what, what made you start doing that? Was it a recommended by a physician? Because if so, um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear different perspectives on this um, because it is still new. Or Or was it a marketing gimmick, right? Because, you know, a lot of products are labeled CBD products that you know may or may not contain a significant amount of CBD, may or may not contain other cannabinoids. But CBD is a popular buzzword, and as Dr. Shunny mentioned, I mean, so many the way that it skyrocketed onto our shelves has just been absolutely amazing. Um, the problem is that when you talk about the additional cannabinoids, the CBGs, the CBNs of the world, n- there's not enough information yet to be able to make an educated decision. We're not trying to steer you one way or another. And as Stephen mentioned, if you have somebody that's a medical professional that has any experience on this subject, we'd love to talk to them. We'd love to have them on the show because we'd like to be educated because we're learning every single day just like all of you are. And I haven't even touched on terpenes, right, Stephen? Yeah. I mean, flavonoids, terpenes, there are so many things that are in these plants that are beneficial. Unfortunately, the science just isn't there yet, and I think that's the most unfortunate thing. Yeah, so so to wrap that up, I mean, you're looking at a full-spectrum oil is what we, we suggest. Um, different strains have different relationships or ratios of the other minor, minor cannabinoids, and they're good to be in there as the Mother Nature intended. Um, but when you start to play around too much... Um, you know, it's it's just not clear. The other thing is a lot of uh, people, customers we get that are saying they get oil that it's a dark green mm. um, and it has chlorophyll in it. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, chlorophyll is good. I take chlorophyll supplements. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's really good. And that's true. Chlorophyll is good for you. Um, but when you're talking about plant and uh, cannabis and cannabinoids, chlorophyll is that's you don't want chlorophyll in your CBD extract. That's something that you would want to get a high quality um uh, supplement that's specifically for for chlorophyll, not um, and chlorophyll is, is the energy in plants that help it uh, convert uh, and make energy actually. So that then and take the sun and everything and convert it to to growth, um, which is good for humans, but not through your CBD oil. Chlorophyll is not the tastiest thing I've heard, right? Um, well, I, I don't think it's it's a good good flavor. It's nothing like the beautiful terpene flavor that we yeah. have in our oil. I, I think so more it's... like the back end of a halibut, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I've never tasted that, but oh, you haven't. Um, but you can um, you can have uh, a chlorophyll supplement. Do it separate from your CBD oil. Make sure you have something that's nice and it's either clear like a distillate, or it's going to be a golden color, right. um, depending on how it's processed and so forth. But we want to thank uh, all of our guests today. Dr. Shani, you are fantastic. Thank you. Um, your listeners, we wouldn't be anything without you for sure. So thank you for listening, tuning in, and and, um, and for calling. Thank you for the offline question, too, about the CBG and CBD. We also yeah. want to thank our sponsors. Noah, you don't want to do it today? Thanks, Noah. We I appreciate you. Go ahead. Hit it. All right. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Max and Steven. You can call them at 443, is it 743-2444. Four, 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 four. 
or maxandstevens.com. That's fantastic. Call or text us. Thank you, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. Yeah, no, and thank you for these microphone covers.